Welcome to Mark My Thoughts, the best podcast to hear Mark's thoughts. Today, Bob McDonald's had a farm. E-I-E-I-O. In this episode, I want to talk about farming because yesterday I was watching a movie called Biggest Little Farm and it was an amazing movie. Anyone that knows me knows that I love really good stories and especially when they have been captured in mind-blowing videography and this was just a really good movie. It's it's kind of like a mix between movie and uh, documentary and it's about how a couple went from the city life to farming life and not the farming that we have today where everything is just um i i don't know what the word is like monoculture i think where you just have one crop um crop spanned over acres of land right where you just have one crop and that's it that's how most farmers do it nowadays but it's not the way nature intended it and they said well what if we what what if we increase the diversity on our farm and make it like one big ecosystem what happens then right because that's what nature intended it to be and so the whole movie is about how they went from zero experience in farming to having a full-on farm um, that just sustains itself basically and it was all kinds of about all their struggles and their wins and it was interesting because everything they did did at the beginning it was a lot of work they put a lot of time and energy into making all the things work and some things might not um, seem to fit but then they find out like a year later that the one thing that they wanted to get rid of actually belonged there for a specific reason and so year on year in year out they were learning about nature and how things work together and how everything has to be there because everything has um, to play its part now i was watching this and i don't i can't remember the last time i shed a tear in a movie but for some reason this movie was just so well um well delivered and well shot well filmed that Man, it was just like I was just there. I was at that farm and I was learning th- that stuff. And I will, I started to think, well, this is kind of what I want to do as well, right? Maybe on a smaller scale, definitely on a smaller scale. But this is, this is so beautiful. How we can... Um, so they filmed uh, or they created the farm on dry land, on land that was practically dead. And after seven years, or a lot sooner, but after seven years, it really um, was a, um, yeah, it just completely transformed. It was all of a sudden a land full of life and all kinds of uh, diversity was there. All kinds of animals were thriving, all kinds of plants were thriving and just, it was kind of like a heaven on earth. I thought, man, that's so beautiful. That's so cool that we can make that, we can help nature get back on his feet nature will do its thing anyways but it would be cool if we humans would be part of it as well so either humans go away and then nature thrives anyways or nature thrives and we thrive and i think the the last one is more fun 
So yeah, seems like a good idea. <laughs> um, yeah, we we can really help nature, and we can we can transform a piece of land, a dead piece of land, into a really um, yeah beautiful and thriving piece of land. And then I started to think because that's what I always do. I started to think, hey, how does this relate to business, or how does this relate to my life, or people's lives, or just just lives in general, how does this relate to people that have never farmed? And then I got back to the the same topic that I feel like I'm always talking about. It's about just letting it go. Just letting things do their thing. And just go into that flow. And understanding things, understanding their role. And just going with it. Not necessarily forcing everything, but just flowing with things. And understanding your understanding your goal, but not forcing your way to that goal. Because most probably, your way to that goal, how you envisioned it at the beginning, is not the right path to get to that goal. And life will teach you that. Every time you get a setback or every time you get a win, there are stop signs. There are stop signs along the way. And you will find out that maybe you can get to the goal better if you go left here instead of right. And so those people that are created that that created that farm, they had a certain idea, and then all of a sudden there was kind of a plague, and they didn't understand how to how to work with that plague. And all of a sudden, because they lost so much crops, they were forced to figure out what the problem was and why that plague was there and how to solve it. And that made them really good farmers at the end. And that's what their goal was at the end. They probably if you would have asked them at the beginning, like, would you want to get to this goal without plagues? They would say yes, right? But then that defeats the whole purpose of the, the journey of the mission. Like without those plagues they wouldn't be at the position understanding how certain processes work and how plagues work and, and why they're there. So they they learned a lot of really interesting things because they got those setbacks. And what I found really interesting with those farms, um, so you have you had that farm, which I I think that, that farm was called Aprico Lane. Um, anyway, that farm was the only biodiverse farm in the area. And what you see, what you saw in the in the movie, was that at some point there was a lot of rain, and all the farms around them they were flooded and they were destroyed because there was no grass anywhere. There were no, there there were just the crops that were being harvested, but then the there was no grass. There were no uh, plants that didn't contribute um, there or didn't contribute there were no plants that weren't being um, harvested and it was just a yeah monoculture kind of farm and because of that if there's a lot of rain on the uh, on the soil the soil can't absorb everything so then you get floods and then that destroys the crops and that basically destroys the entire farm but on the Aprico lane farm the water was fine everything was just fine because all of the land was covered in grass and 
other plants and just biodiversity was um yeah there, <laughs> there was a lot of biodiversity over there and all that grass and all that um uh, and all those plants they were absorbing all the water and so there wasn't any there was no flooding and everything was just thriving because of the rain everyone all the animals loved the rain all the plants loved the rain and everything was just fine and if you look at that if you you really have to watch the movie and, and see this for yourself but one, when i looked at that i was thinking man everyone's working so hard on those other farms to get that one crop out they were working day in day out to get something and then they get hit by floods and they get hit by um by plagues and they get hit by all these things which make them have to work even harder and you're kind of just working against nature whereas the other farm the farm that the movie was about that farm also had its setbacks also had its problems but once those problems were fixed they were fixed there wasn't any it wouldn't come back like for example there was a plague uh there was <laughs> this this was a funny one there was a plague of snails because snails loved all the grass um the all the covered um area of grass and they were eating all the um, uh the plants as well all the vegetables and all the fruits and there were way too many snails and there was there was legit a full plague that uh, ruined their crops for a year and they they they, they just couldn't figure out why or how to get rid of those snails because there were just way too many and eventually they figured it out they figured out that ducks really like snails and so what they did is they took all the ducks that they already had in the pond but didn't let um they didn't let the ducks uh, run around over the farm and run around uh through all the crops and uh all the the fruit trees they didn't let the ducks there go there but they figured out that ducks like snails so then they let the ducks loose and all the ducks they ate like they said they ate like 90,000 snails in one season <laughs> which is insane but all of a sudden they didn't have any trouble with snails anymore because ducks were eating the snails and then the ducks were pooping on the ground and that was um that was fertilizer for the ground and everything was thriving again and now that problem was solved so there's no way the there is ever going to be a snail problem on that farm because they'll just let go of of ducks and ducks will eat and everything will be fine again and that was one of the many plagues that were on that farm but that just goes to show they kind of built an asset now they know if there's snails let loose let the ducks loose let them eat the snails whereas the other farm with the monoculture the the only the uh yeah one kind of crop they'll just keep doing the same thing and then once it rains again a lot they'll get another flood and they'll just rebuild again just the same way they did always that's not smart but it it is how things are going right now because they are in the story that 
that's the only way they can uh, farm by having that one crop. So the Aprico Lane farm was thriving or after a plague it is thriving and won't see that plague again and every every plague the the farm gets better and so also every plague or every year there's less work to be done in the farm because nature is taking care of itself like it's supposed to do whereas the the other farms that have that monoculture in place they will always have to keep on working. They always have to keep on working and they will probably also have less results than the Apricot Lane farm. The thing is that the other farms, to begin to start those farms, to set those farms up, it's less work. So seemingly, because short term there's less pain, seemingly those farms are easier to... Um, to sustain and to keep keep up and to uh, to work on those farms it it seems easier but once you have figured out some things on how nature actually works and once you let your land do its thing then all of a sudden there's no work anymore or there might be some work but not a disproportionate amount of work and all of a sudden you have built something that is thriving for you and isn't that something that we always want for our businesses as well? Do you really want to keep on working in your in your business, putting out the same fires over and over and over again? No, right? So why are you doing it? A lot of people are just constantly in the same system over and over and over again. Whether that's a job or their own business, everyone's kind of doing the same thing over and over and over again. Even if that means that they have to solve the same issues over and over again. And I get it. It's 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 really comfortable because it's the same situation, right? At least you understand how to solve it. At least those farmers understand the flooding and how to rebuild it. So they'll just keep being in there. But what if you don't have to solve the issues with flooding? What if you can just work with the flood? What if you can just work with nature? What if your business can just work with the way things are going? There's no reason for your business to be a rigid thing. Look at me. Look at Trickle Media. It, be, it started as a videography business. Then it became kind of a teaching business where I was just teaching people online on Facebook. And now it's becoming a software business because we're building platforms for people and we're um, we're figuring out video hosting for people. That's no way that was something that I figured out at the beginning. Like, oh yeah, this is going to happen and this is going to happen. No, everything worked out just the way it had to work out. And look at my plagues, for example. Like I had a plague. All of a sudden, all my businesses, all my business was gone because of COVID. Everyone had kind of the same plague, right? But what are you going to do with it? Because I learned a lot and I saw the plague as an opportunity to build something better. And a lot of people saw the plague and kind of tried to figure it out or try, not even figure it out. They, they just tried to wait it out, to wait out the whole COVID situation. And after that, they think they can just do the same thing. 
that's that's ludicrous. That's weird. Why would you do that? That's against nature to not change. Change is nature. So you have to change. Now I'm sure everyone that's listening to this uh, understands this concept, but it's it's a good thing to to keep being reminded of. Life is so much easier if you just work with it instead of against it. Nature is so much nicer and so much more beautiful if you decide to work with it instead of against it. Also, the last thing that I really want to have mentioned in this episode is that in the f- in the movie there was a dog. I can't remember the dog's name. Oh, the dog's name was Todd. And the dog was always just watching. The dog was always just looking around and just taking it all in. And at some point, the narrator, which was the guy um, of the couple that built the farm, he said, I looked at my dog and I noticed that my dog was always just looking around and just taking it all in. So I decided to do exactly the same thing. And he, the narrator told the, well, me, (laughs) the viewer, that once he started to just sit, to just sit back and watch. To just watch the processes of life, of nature, of everything around him. Once he started to do that, all of a sudden he figured out how to farm with nature. All of a sudden everything just came to him. And that's how we are... And that's how we are built. We as humans, we are nature. We are part of nature. And so by definition, we understand what the rest of nature does. We are nature. The thing is that we have kind of forgotten or we don't want to see it. We don't want to see that we are part of nature. We're even saying, yeah, yeah, today I went into nature. No, you are nature. It's just that you're kind of trying to get away from nature constantly. You have to get back to nature. Because once you just sit there, just look at things. Things will come to you. You don't have to work to get things. Well, you have to work to get things, but you don't have to work hard to get inspirations or to, to get ideas or to understand what your next step is. That stuff comes to you, just like ideas, just like dreams. Stuff comes to you if you just let it. So stop being constantly always so busy because once you are too busy to to receive any inputs from whatever you want to call it, ether or nature or whatever. If you're too busy to pick up on signals, you will be running blindly. But if you just relax and if you just sit back once in a while, or not even once in a while, just do this every single day. Just do less do less things and do the things that you are doing better because you do less things your life your business just everything will be so much more effective and efficient if you just do less and just relax a little bit more let things come to you instead of trying to force everything this will work way better and you can trust me on that because i already tried it for years now and i'm still doing it And it's amazing. So I want to invite you to do nothing today. Alright. That's it for me. I'll see you later. Bye.